0: You've arrived at episode 262, and this one is going to shock some people. And others, it's really the wake-up call that you need. If you're in a relationship that is lacking intimacy, sexuality, or that feeling of love, and by the way, this is for men and women, then you need this episode. Because guess what, bucko? Things need to change. Living in a world where everyone gets their fake dose of love from food, alcohol, drugs, and porn, it's no surprise that divorce rates are super high and relationships lack the resilience that they once did. Our intimate relationships need a pep talk and need to change, and I'm here to give it to you. So let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up my healthy friends? Welcome to another episode of the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. And today's episode is a combination of a rant and something that many people will realise is a big problem in society and in people's lives that they didn't know about. And then there's going to be another group of people that are like, yeah, Maddy, isn't that normal? And I need to bring it to your attention because I have had this conversation in different forms too many times since I have been doing this emotional eating coach work and helping people break their sugar addictions and their poor relationships with food and all that kind of stuff around health and wellness. Uh, you know, and and everything we talk about in, in this space can be applied to any health context, right? Just because I speak mostly to emotional eating and and food behavior, doesn't mean that it's not applicable to your behavior in a relationship, or behavior in the gym, or behavior with not doing or not doing the things you should be doing for your disease status, you know. And so, it it all comes around to, well. It comes around to a lot of things, but the thing that I'm going to rant about today, and it's like, it's it's rearing to get out of me. I'm rearing to go. So in in 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst they feel in control and without restriction along the way. And the reason that I'm about to rant about this is because what I just said in my mission statement is so relevant to what I'm about to share, because the, the, the topic of the day is hugging and cuddling your intimate partner. And for years now, I have had conversations with people, mostly women, but people, uh, men as well, um, where in an intimate relationship, they do not hug their partner. They don't cuddle their partner. Like what the hell? We're pack animals. And I know if if you've listened to this uh, podcast a lot, you've heard me say that. We are pack animals. And we go to our pack, our tribe, our people, our partner, most of all, in order to get acceptance and love and connection and nurture and safety and belonging, and in the absence of being able to get that from the person that we should be able to be most vulnerable in front of while still being accepted for who we are and how we show up, if we are denied that experience, guess what? We're not just embarrassed, but we have a massive void. We've been told that a part of us that needs to be given what it needs by somebody else, is being denied. And, and, and so you're not only embarrassed that you put yourself out there in that situation and got, got closed, shut down, but you're also t- telling yourself there's a part of you that's not worthy. And guess what we do with parts of us that are not worthy? We feel shame about them. And guess what we do with parts that we are ashamed of? We try and bury them. And guess what we try and bury them in? False love, false connection, false acceptance, false safety. And do you know what that looks like? That looks like Mars bars and cakes and bottles of wine and emotionally eating, trying to get that love and affection and nurture from the food that you're eating. And it's false. And do you know why it's false? Because consuming that food, there's no doubt that having a hug from someone, anyone, but it's the person you love, and eating sugar both are dopamine-producing activities. They they spark this feel-good hormone, which says, amazing, do that again. However, You know, after you've done the sugar thing, you feel like shit. There's a void because it's false. It's false love. It's not real, right? It doesn't come with all of the other stuff. When you hug a person and you feel accepted, not only does dopamine happen, but you've got dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, hormones and neurotransmitters, which make you feel the love, nurture, connection, uh, acceptance, safety that you're meant to feel. And the fact that we've got relationships out there where it's normal to be married to someone for 25 years and have not hugged properly, at least, in 10 years, that's incredibly toxic. And if you're in a relationship like that, one, I feel sorry for you. Two, you need to start a conversation about changing that because you're going to keep going towards food alcohol and drugs in order to get that emotional experience, which you should be able to access from your partner. Of course, there's a whole conversation we can have about giving those Um, Those things to yourself and single people that are deep in the personal development world are usually very familiar with how to do that. And we can do I can do podcasts on that kind of stuff if you like, because you know, there's two people, there's two individuals in a relationship, and then there's a relationship. So we're all responsible for looking after ourselves. But part of looking after yourself is being able to say, "Hey, lover, I really need a hug. I've had a shit day. Is that okay?" And that person to be like, "Of course, babe." Just come here. Come here. What's going on? Talk to me. Right? Not ill. Gross. No. We don't do that. And, and Or a hug that's just kind of lifeless where you kind of feel this sense of rejection or you feel kind of grotesque in that person's arms because they're not making you feel accepted with the way that they engage with your body right and and when i say that as well i have many conversations where this whole conversation leads to i haven't had sex in a very very long time and so i feel ashamed of my body and i feel embarrassed about my body and i don't want to be hugged or touched by him or her because i know that we haven't done that for a long time and it's probably because i'm fat and and many of those stories are made up in our mind about our own confidence but they're also built on the little bits of information that we're given From our environment and that that feeling of rejection or not belonging or not feeling safe especially with your emotions as well as your body in a space with an intimate partner can bring up so much it can lead to decades of emotional eating and trying to put more weight onto your body to protect yourself because one the physical weight will protect you from the the love that you're not getting from the person you feel rejected from, and two, the dopamine that you get from the food is it's lying to you. And but we, it's very hard to see the lie because we still feel good at the at the time. We know afterwards we feel like shit, but you know we've got very short memories, us sugar addicts, and I include myself in that. Uh, we've got very short memories uh, about how shit it feels after you've done that. So I'm doing I'm doing a worldwide call out on this podcast, and I want you to share this with your partners. I want you to share this with everyone. Start hugging your partners. If you don't know how to hug and you haven't done it in a long time, have a conversation about it. Men don't be shit. Women don't be shit. I mean, men are more likely to be shit in this space, generally speaking. But if you as a man need a hug, get one. Ask for one. I'm almost 99% sure that your wife or your partner will be absolutely stoked that you have shown some vulnerability and that she can be the provider of that nurture space. Women are nurturers, <laughs> like they're maternal. So men, ask for them if you need them. And you, yes, believe it or not, for like one, or 0.1% of the day, you can show a little bit of vulnerability and you don't have to be super masculine and all locked up and never speaking about your emotions or anything like that. Just ask for a hug. You don't even have to talk about anything. Women do the same thing and explain why it would be useful you know and and you want to start a conversation and, and a dialogue around this intimacy because the better we get this intimacy with the person that you live with or that person in your life the easier the challenges you have outside of that relationship are going to be. And there's lots of psychologists that talk about the idea that, you know, if you pick, you should pick the right partner because 90% of the success and the happiness you you experience over the entire course of your life will be predicated on the type of relationship you have. And if you spend most of your energy Trying to navigate that relationship, well, that's pretty challenging, right? And it might mean that you're being limited in all other areas of your life because your energy is being sucked out of that relationship. So let this podcast be the turning point for you to start having adult conversations, mature conversations using I statements, not fuck you statements, where you start rebuilding your intimacy and possibly even getting back to a place where you have sex. And if you already are in a relationship which is abundant, go and get a free hug, (laughs) go and get one. And if you ever meet me, I'll give you a free hug. I'm fucking great at giving hugs. I give great hugs, right? So come and get a hug. But the point is that we should be able to access this from our tribe. It can even be your friends. I'm lucky enough to be in a group of friends, which are personally developed enough and comfortable enough and vulnerable enough where even my friends would just say to me, Hey, Maddie, I really need a hug. And we just do that. And that's beautiful. It's not being all mushy and gooey and like, Oh, woo woo. All day, it's about seven seconds, and actually, studies show seven seconds is the sweet spot for a hug, for a good hug where you really hold someone, you know, chest to chest kind of thing, so that you're actually fully embracing, not you know, off those, one of those weird ones off to the side where they're over your shoulder and you're like just kind of patting them without love. Do it properly. So this is a this is a global announcement to go and hug someone that you love and care about and give them permission to access that from you when they need it too, because I think marriages and like relationships and and kids are going to have such a a more deeply fulfilling life and feeling full of purpose in regards to the people that care about them if we can share the love within our intimate relationships but in the tribe that make us feel accepted, cared for and safe. All right, I'm going to get up. Get off my soapbox. Please share this with a friend, loved one, partner. If you need to share it with your partner and use me as your scapegoat to get this conversation started, please use this episode to do that. Please tag me in the social media stories. Please, if you really are vibing with this conversation or any of these episodes, I would love a five-star review on whichever platform tickles your fancy. It's very, very appreciated your support in listening to these shows and also sharing them with people because without you doing that, this show would literally be nowhere and it's actually a massive success which I'm super proud to be able to say so incredibly an incredible thank you to you and as much as I can right now a big virtual hug all right I'll see you on the next episode